0: This is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottage Core Life. Today, we're going to talk about some things that you can do with the violets from last year, and the violets from this year, and the snow, and the milk of some goats. That's a lot. I mean, that's like a lot going on there. That's... That's a whole lot. But stick with me because it'll be worth it. It really will. I'll do my best to try to not make an inappropriate mom joke. But I can't promise anything. It's quite possible you will get a mom joke. Maybe two. You've been warned. So open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on Violet's Let's get started! If you are a longsner of the show, you may notice there have been changes. One of the large changes is that I haven't spoken about violets in a while. I really love violets. And a couple of weeks ago, I was teaching at a convention Yes, I do teach. And I was giving a nature teaching on violets and violet energy. And one of the things about violet that I love is that it keeps things hidden underneath the surface in order to ensure its survival. It's really kind of pleasant if you think about the fact that you, it, you really can't get rid of a violet easily. Because they have the flowers that you see on top, but then there's flowers that they keep hidden. They keep things private that needs, need to be private. They share things publicly that need to be shared. And they know how to balance both in order to keep themselves whole. Violet does that. And I'm going back and forth between singular and plural plural. And I know that people out there are going, SUBJECT VERB AGREEMENT! But there's a reason. Because when I say violet, I mean the energy of violet. And violets, I mean the little plants individually. Now when we're discussing plants, you know that I prefer to use the Latin names. When we're doing plants that are going to go into our mouth. We've discussed this thing about not just putting things in our mouths and not knowing what they are. However, in this case, we can either call it Viola Sororia or Viola. Oh, this is very long. This is this is a really long pronunciation. So you're going to have to forgive me, okay? It's going to be Papa Leon's Nasia. So I'm going to say it's better to call it Viola Sororia, which basically is the blue violet you find everywhere all around Michigan. And we call it blue violet and we know that we usually mean purple, but it's known as the common blue violet. It grows in meadows, it grows around people's homes around Southeast Michigan and Upper Michigan. So that's what we're talking about here. Now two names. I, I know that we change names sometimes when you find old botanical guides and even new ones they interchangeably can use the terminology because sometimes scientists can't agree on where a species will belong or where a family will be and then they change it and then some people go with the change and some people don't. So for our intents and purposes understand we're talking about the common meadow violet the common blue violet and one of the things I want to go into now is that we're going to be discussing things that use it topically, that means on top of the skin skin, internally, that means something you're gonna eat, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a weather change here, so little frog in my throat. And then also some other things that you can use that you make. So I want you to get ready for that, okay? So, you know, I don't want you to feel that I'm overwhelming you either. So if at any point you want to come back to this episode, you can always just save it. Just download it. It's easy. Because what we're going to cover today is going to be a lot of different ways to use the violet. And I don't want you to forget this one because we're in that weird time of in-between. So what's happening now, being in-between, you'll be using some of the things you put up last year, planning to use violets you gather this year, and hoping that there's enough snow and make certain things in between. And I want to get into this uh, very detailed because I don't want you to think that violets and violet leaves are only good for a few things. There are things you'd never expect to be able to use them for. And I want to cover that today. But the main thing that I want to cover is that you need to be responsible when you're gathering the violets not to take all the pretty flowers from an area because the pollinators like them. Even though there's flowers under the ground still we don't want to overtake because we want to be mindful and take care of the world as the world takes care of us. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Kit Kaistow, the chicken Yogi, are you someone who doesn't fit into neat boxes when it comes to your health and wellness, Tired of being buried in things you should do and not sure how to get started? Are you ready to discover the joy of free range wellness? Kit kalesto, the chicken yogi, is passionate about. Radical wellness for those who aren't one-size-fits-all people. Whether you're neurodivergent, chronically ill, or just tired of being fed the same old suggestions and advice, you're welcome at Chicken Yogi. Discover what happens when you blend mental, physical, and energetic health on your own terms. Visit ChickenYogi.com for more information, that's WWW cken dot c-o-m. And now, back to the show. So remember that when we go over these practices, if there are some of them that are home remedies, I'm not a certified naturopath, a certified herbalist, or a doctor. These are given as anecdotal information, uh, folklore, and from readings and writings of people who practice herbal medicine. But I am not giving you prescriptions, nor am I acting in the office of a doctor or any of those certified fields. I'm sharing Information I am passing on information, but in no way am I prescribing anything to you in any way. However, I am a bit of a lay cu- cultural anthropologist and a lay herbalist, and I am considering getting my certification, so wish me well on that, please. So one of I want to point out is that I like to eat. Some of you met me in real life at the conference a few weeks ago, the convention. So you can probably tell that I like to eat. I like to eat very well. And I like for my diet to be varied. However, when I do eat, I also use food as a form of medicine or self-care. And that's because I know that the vitamins and things that I need... Are locked inside of those living green people per se so when I look at violet violet syrup violet anything that's edible I know that I'm using it to get vitamin A and vitamin C in actuality if you have a, an orange and a bunch of violets that have the same weight you'd get about a little bit more vitamin C if not as much so it's not unusual for me to talk about this and one of the things that i'd like to point out that is definitely something you can do to add to your vitamin a is to make violet pepper this involves drying the leaves drying the blossoms after washing them of course crumbling them up after dehydration and mixing it with pepper Of course, you want to add more pepper than uh, green matter, but it will give it a good flavor. Adding a pinch of salt and a little bit of dried lemon will give you a flavor that's exceptional. However, as all things, all kitchen peppers, you need to adjust it to your own personal seasoning and flavor. Now... You probably saw that we were talking about goat's milk earlier. Here's where the goat's milk comes in. You can add violet syrup to goat's milk. For your health, it's really good for you and it'll taste good. Now, here's the thing. You have to like milk. If you don't drink milk, then this won't work. You have to like milk like anything else, and it'll just give it a nice flavor. You can add a little vanilla or a little sugar if you had to, but it's better to just have the violet syrup in the milk. But if you don't want to use violet syrup, you could actually just use the violet leaves, have warm milk, and then steep the leaves after you take it off of the fire or off of the heating element, and then strain it. Once you strain it, you can have that warm milk, And it can serve to help increase your vitamin A as well. Again, remember, this is just a remedy. It's not medical advice. And it can also be something you can use to bring beauty into yourself. You can always pray over anything and use it to make yourself more beautiful inside and out. Also, and here's the best part, you can also steep violet leaves or a violet syrup in goat's milk for your facial complexion. And that's something you can do too. So, goat's milk for the win. You know, try it. If you like it, great. If you don't, then you can always use the goat meat and put some violet pepper on it. And suddenly, it turned very dark in this episode. I know. But it's a fact of life. And sometimes goats get old and they go on over that bridge and you have to do something with the meat so it doesn't go to waste. And there you go. Violet pepper and goat's milk. It's a good thing. And nowadays, people have picked up on the fact that it's been... Oh, I don't know how many years, how many centuries that people have used goat's milk and violets to help with the complexion and the skin. So it's not that uncommon to be able to purchase violet and goat's milk soap. And that's always good. Now, as far as how much violet they put in there, you are taking that on faith on how much they have. And you can always ask them if they make the soap themselves. Also, if you're someone who is a soap maker... You can control how much you put in there. Just remember that it's easier to get violet leaves than violet blossoms in abundance. You don't want to take too many leaves, though, out of a patch because photosynthesis. The plant needs to make its own food, so be careful with how much you take. It's like anything else. We are stewards. We have been given a divine instruction to be stewards of the world, and it's important that we remember that. And violet greens are good for other things, too. Violet, green, violet greens are really good for stir-fry. You can stir-fry violet greens. You can stir-fry them with ramps. If you're in an area where both of them are appearing and both of them are ready at the same time, keep your eyes peeled. Just think about it. A ramp and violet leaf stir fried. Or even a ramp and violet leaf um, omelet. Hey, what if it's a duck egg omelet? Oh wow, okay, I think we've made something. I think we're onto something. A duck egg omelet with violet leaves and ramp leaves. Oh baby, that sounds tasty. So since I mentioned it, I think it's only that I give you a recipe for this. And I'm going to use the recipe I used for another flower in this because you can do this with uh, pansies. So if you can do it with pansies, you can do it with violet flowers or violet leaves. And what I'm going to recommend is you gather up at least a loosely filled cup of violet leaves, wash them, rinse them, and cut them into pieces about the size of a pinky fingernail. Uh, grab yourself a handful of ramp socks, chop them up, um, and, then, and wash them if you're picking them, and then put them together. Uh, you're going to need two duck eggs. Once you've got everything assembled, you can choose to add your violet pepper to this to give it a little bit more flavor. And if you're really feeling, uh, feisty and cause you know, the ramps give it that onion garlic taste, you can add a little bit of cheese, but instead of a regular cheese, why not go all out and put in some smoked Gouda? And yes, I know that some people say it's Gouda. If you pronounce it properly, I am from America, Morica, and it is Gouda for us. I think this would be divine. Um, I can see it. I would probably put a tiny bit of uh, salt and the violet pepper before I put the eggs in the skillet, you know, mix it all up, and then the ramps as well, and then the violet leaves last once it's partially done cooking, because you, there's a thing about adding flowers to omelets, you don't add them in the beginning, you add them toward the second half of the cooking process. If you can just fold them in, once the omelet's almost completely done, that's even better. And your cheese, and you're good to go. But now here's the thing you want to do if you've got some violet syrup around the house that you haven't gone through, which I would be surprised if you do, but if you have some, and it's still snowing where you are, and I'm looking at you, California... This might bring a smile to you. This might make things a little bit more bearable. If you have some snow on the ground, you can take your violet syrup and you can use it to make snow-based ice cream. Basically, it's snow and violet syrup put together and you mix it together to make that instant ice cream. It's the same thing you would do with the maple syrup and the snow, but you're doing with violet syrup. So maybe that'll make your day. Maybe that'll make things a little bit more bearable. You could do the same thing with redbud. Um, There's a tree called redbud, but it's actually a tree. It's a tree, but technically it's a relative of peas. So you're basically looking at a giant legume, but not really. But yeah, you can use the buds from it and you can make a syrup and make ice cream that way too. Or even better, you can mix the redbud syrup and the violet syrup and make a flavor that no one has hmm, that would be something. Maybe children outside selling uh, violet ice cream. Like a lemonade stand, but it's a violet stand. And the last thing that I want to cover in this episode, as far as things you can make, is to use violet to make poultices or salves. And these are good because sometimes you get wounds or sores, uh, make sure you're not allergic to it, of course. but this particular kind, I'm talking about things like carbuncles or boils or things like that, or just small openings in the skin, nothing deep. and you can make a poultice and you're gonna you're gonna warm it up, warm up the leaves and make the poultice, or you can even make an ointment or a salve. And one way you can do that is to use a fat. Um, you can use goat fat. But you could also use lanolin. So basically, kind of like a, a cousin, uh, you use sheep's fat. And I remember when I was breastfeeding that uh, lanolin helped me a lot. It, it helped me a lot uh, in trying to heal. Because for some of us, when we're nursing, we develop some unfortunate uh, shedding of skin, uh, our skin gets very, very rough. So, lanolin to the rescue and you can definitely use that. You can add um, some cocoa butter or some shea butter to that to make it uh, nice and smooth. There's a recipe uh, from, let me find it, um, I think it's called Stalking the Health Herbs. And you can uh, find a recipe in there specifically using lanolin, uh, what ratio you want to use. I think they use three parts of the lanolin, lanolin, no, three parts of the cocoa butter to the lanolin, I'm not sure. I'd have to look it back up. I have the book here, but I'm not going to give you direct uh, stuff from their book because it's not mine to give, but you can definitely use that with the violet leaves and to help uh, with the wounds. You know, I want you to explore these authors and buy the books. You know, I don't want to viola their copyright. I told you, I told you there would be, there was going to be, there was going to be a bad mom joke. And there's one right there. And we've come to the end of our episode. I don't think it was that bad. I think it was really good. I think that it's something worth saving, and I think that you should keep it in mind as you go out this year uh, wildcrafting, looking for things popping up out of the ground, and consider grabbing some violets this time, and, you know, some violet leaves. Never all of the ones off the same plant, thank you. You want the plant to be able to eat and uh, make food for itself. And I think this is something you could definitely do. I think you could also probably make viola or violet butter that you would enjoy. There's so much out there that you can use. And I love sharing these kinds of things with my friends. And we're friends, right? If you use this, let me know. If you make uh, one of my favorite seasoning blends, let me know. I will give it to you now. It was kind of like a super secret, but I think it's okay to share it with you. I like to use dried violets, uh, the flowers and the leaves, mixed with African basil leaves and opal basil leaves and a little bit of salt and pepper, and I like to use that as a seasoning on my sandwiches. Um, Sometimes I add winter savory if it's a heavier meat. I like to mix it with the salad dressing and that's something I I really enjoy doing and I hope you'll try it. Okay, so that was the bonus for people who went to the end of the episode. We're not even going to put it in the chapter title for this segment. It's just going to be a bonus. It'll be a secret between you and me. Maybe we'll put it in the second cookbook. Speaking of which, have you heard about our cookbook? Look for it on Amazon. Okay, I look forward to seeing you here again. And I am happy to also notify you that we are now part of Spotify itself. Uh, It's new, but I think we'll be okay. You and I, we've been through a lot together. And I look forward to going through a lot more good things. See you next time.